this episode is a bit more of a heavier topic than our normal episode. So we wanted to introduce it a little bit more and give you more context in what the episode is going to be about. So for starters, um, we share our journey of trying to become pregnant and um, how jealousy and envy played a role in that for the last year and a half. And um, we just wanted to bring that up right now so that maybe if that's something that you're going through, um, maybe just have a little bit of a brace in this episode in this. It is really emotional. Um, But anyway, this episode goes a lot more deeper than that and we go in more topics than that. With jealousy and envy, anyone can go through that and can struggle with that in any stage of life that you're in, whether you're a student or you're a single person or you're dating, you're engaged, you're married, all that stuff. Um, anyone can be going through jealousy and envy, especially in the world of social media and TikTok and all that stuff. Uh, we just really bring up, you know, uh, the book of James in the Bible, and we present the problem of envy and jealousy as well as the solution and what you can do to handle that. So, best of luck. It's going to be a great one. Welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. Figuring out your God-given mission does not have to be complicated. Rather, it is simple. Hosted by us, David and Leanna, we seek to equip others to know the Bible in order to grow closer to God, while we share about our life living for Christ. Ultimately, we filter complicated topics through the simple lens of the gospel. So, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Jealousy and envy. Wow, what a serious topic we're mm-hmm. going to talk about today. Um, so why are we wanting to talk about this? You know, um, we we feel like we have struggled with this. Uh, we, f- we have never really brought this topic up before uh, in our podcast or in our blogs. This is the first time ever. We're a little bit nervous. But, you know, um, we wanted to just to get on here and share with you guys about some things that we've been struggling with, with jealousy and envy. Um really, you know, kind of define it, like what it means, um, how the Bible and jealousy and envy can be like reflected, I guess, like how it can be established and then the solution to it with like biblical references, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and like, where does jealousy come from? We're going to be talking about that, um, as well as some examples from Leanna and I about our, uh, previous, you know, and uh, current and current times of, of jealousy and envy. Yeah. And then, you know, like, where do we go from here? And so, you know, uh, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. And, um, hope you guys are ready to listen and to, um, you know, have fun with us and we'll, we'll try yeah. our best with this. And, um, you know, and ultimately we want to help you break free with contentment, you know, um, how to do this simply. And we know, you know, jealousy and envy, um, can be very complicated, but we don't want to make it complicated. And... Yeah. It's like, I didn't even know the different, truly, the true definitions of between jealousy and envy. I always thought they were like the same thing, but we did research into it and they're similar, but they're different in their own ways. So we're going to break that down. But I think first, it would really help if we just go straight into the Bible on what this is and what the Bible has to say about what it, what happens when you have envy and jealousy like in your own life. 
So, J- David, would you like to read James chapter 4, verse 1 through 3? Sure. So, in James chapter 4, um, it says, uh, What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war and take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what we what will give you pleasure. Wow. So wow. <clears throat> that really just defined um, what envy and kind of jealousy like within those two verses like are. Anyway, so now that we read that and we have a general idea of what the Bible says about jealousy and envy, and whenever we were researching on this. I found when we were researching on um like other podcast episodes that have done this, and of course you know there are podcasts out there that are secular, but I found one that was like both secular and Christian, and it was kind of sad because it said that the title was um how jealousy can be useful, and I'm like oh my goodness, <laughs> and I, obviously I didn't listen to the episode, but I was like I'm pretty sure that is wrong and not quoting to the bible but you know the world won what it wants and like it said it will fight for it and so the fact that it said that it can be useful and not um detrimental to your life like that really blew my mind on that anyways um so let's define what jealousy and envy is really and we have a few examples like within um the definition so that maybe you can understand it a lot more better. So, according to vocabulary.com, envy is when you want what someone else have, but jealousy is when you are worried that someone is trying to taste that you already have. Hmm. So, I, I don't know if you've heard this before, but have you heard of like, oh, the jealous, you know, girlfriend because other girls are talking to her boyfriend and she just, you know, jealous because she is afraid that that person is going to take what she has. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So the reason why I brought that up in that example is because envy involves only two people or like two parties and then jealousy involves three. So the difference is with jealousy involving three, like the jealous girlfriend and then the boyfriend and then the, the girl or whoever is trying to talk to the boyfriend. That's three parties right there. So... Um, let me go into envy real fast. Do you want to read the, uh, the dictionary on envy? Yeah, sure thing. Envy is a painful or resentful awareness of an advantage enjoyed by another joined with a desire to possess the same advantages. I know that was kind of a long winded (laughs) definition, but it's, you know, like you said, it's painful, it's resentful and being aware of something that you don't have that's enjoyed by somebody else. Um, but yeah. in, in jealousy, um, you can become very protective and very possessive, just like the jealous ex-girlfriend example. But deep inside, it's due to fear and the lack of trust 
or they have had past situation where they did trust, but that other person betrayed them. So there's all kinds of ways that people can be jealous because of, you know, something that had happened to them or they have a lot of fears and insecurity. Um, so let's go over the synonym. I always say that, right? It's like Eminem. Synonym of envy and jealous. So some of the synonyms of envy is like malice, you know, I mean, hatred, um, resentment. Those are good uh, synonyms. And jealous, uh, the word jealous has synonyms like controlling, suspicious, distrustful, possessive. So they're two different things, really. Um, But a lot of people, some people like mesh them together. Uh, I never really understood the differences between them both before we really started looking into this, but I knew we have had it, you know, like, oh, like we can be jealous and we can be envious, but I don't really under, I didn't really understand it until we actually like looked in this episode and I was like, oh, okay, I understand it now. And then we went to the Bible and then we we're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's not useful. It's something that can hurt you. So. Yeah. And so, you know, both of these things can really consume your life. Um, you know, and it can start affecting you in different ways and it can start affecting other people around you in different ways. Yeah. And so usually those ways are not very good. And so, but you know, we've all been there and, um, I'm sure you have your own stories of this, you know, maybe some crazy ones, maybe some not so crazy ones. And so, you know, but maybe we can talk some more about, you know, like where does it come from really? And like, um, why do we experience these strong strong feelings and emotions because there's got to be some reason and you know and and um that bible verse in james really really is interesting how it puts it but we can try to put it in our own words into um today's time yeah yeah it can be very hard to understand you know the context of the bible because it was written from a very long time ago perspective but it's always the the Bible is always going to be relevant to what we're going through because they were human back then, we're human now. So it's always going to relate to what we're going through and how God can use his word to make us understand and to change for the better. So, <clears throat> so like he said, you know, where does it come from? Like, why do we, why are we envious? Why do we get jealous? And it can be re- really hard to understand where it comes from. But first of all, you know, we live in a broken world, and this is not our forever home, and we're human, we sin, we, we're born into sin, and that's a natural, I guess, response to, um, you know, we all have desires, and sometimes they're selfish, and so when those selfish desires doesn't come true, or it's not, you know, in our hand, we're gonna want it, we're gonna, you know, get jealous, we're gonna get envious, we're gonna fight for it. And that's not good at all. And in reality, it comes from a place of insecurity and discontentment. Especially if you're not walking with the Lord. You're not, didn't know what true contentment is. So, and they focus on what they don't have rather than what they do have. You know, all the blessings that they have in their life, they're not focused on that. They're focused on what they don't have or in other ways um and I brought it up to David like you know it, you know it ties into comparison and um we brought it up in the last episode of how comparison can make us feel stuck and make us feel like we, we don't amount to anything and 
it can cause us to like not move forward in life. But in this case, you know, there is comparison, but it goes deeper than that. You know, it goes deeper than um, just like the surface level of comparison online, social media, people in life, magazine, your neighbors, etc. Um, it's just kind of, I was bringing up to David before we started recording was, um, you know, the example of keeping up with the Jones or the Jonases. And, <laughs> you know, that was a term that was like, maybe it was created back in the 50s or 60s or 70s or something like that. But it's funny now because, you know, there's the new phrase of keeping up with a Kardashian. <laughs> and it, like, ties into, like, everything they have. They have millions, probably billions of dollars of net worth. Um, and now people listen to the Kardashians as, like, the highest, what would you call them? Like, influencers? or Yeah. We don't even know what they are. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows now. Yeah, no one really knows, like, truly what they do. Um, but that's, like, an example of, like, that surface level of like you see it and you're like I don't have it or I'm never gonna get it but you fight for it right but you know this can tie into the season of life that we're in yeah so um like being uh uh, if you're single you know and you want to have a partner one day or you know um you want to get married one day you know that's probably like a pretty big one you know or you're dating but you want to get married or you're engaged but you want to be already married by now you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. or you're married you know but you want to have kids like um or you have young children but you can't wait to get through the newborn and toddler stage and so forth Mm -hmm. and so you know this pattern really never stops and there's always something better and more successful and more ahead of you there's always going to be someone or something that's going to be out of reach that that like we all want, mm-hmm. you know, but that's it, you know. And so as simple as that, really. And so if we can understand that, you know, um, the quicker, the better, you know, meaning like if we fully understand like what it means to be content with like what we have and like, oh, like where does all this come from? Like, are you insecure in something or like discontent, you know, with something else? Um, you know, like maybe, maybe you need to like, think about like, what are some insecurity areas in my life? Like, what are some areas that I really don't like about myself or that I really don't like about my situation, Mm -hmm. you know, and try to solve through those and pray about those, pray about those situations while also looking to the good things in life. Like I know like life can be really hard sometimes on a lot of people, but there's always something good that like you can find in in a bad situation. You can always look to something like um and say wow like I'm, I'm really happy that i have this or i'm really happy that like this is happening you know instead of you know letting all the bad and, and the insecurities and discontentment take over and then you look to your neighbor or you look on your phone you know or you look somewhere else and then you immediately go to their life and you know like what they have and what they want and like what what you have doesn't amount to their yeah. What and then you know it just it just keeps going into a, a vicious circle, so um you know I feel like that this whole like um topic is like an infinity loop, like <laughs> you know the like the infinity sign it just is like in 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 it's like an infinite it's like you may be over on the left side of the loop, you know and then maybe in a couple years you'll be on the right side of the loop wanting to look over on the left side, you know so it's like or you're in the middle and you want both sides. 
of the loop, you know, and so it's Dang, very bringing in math into the yeah, bringing in math, <laughs> and so I feel like that 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 this topic can be related to that big time because you know as we live our lives, as we go through our like daily walk, and um, you know we we can easily get into the looking to our right and to our left instead of focusing on um, on Jesus and focusing on God and focusing on like what he has given you and what he's allowed you to do with what you have yeah. instead of, you know, always like looking over our shoulder for some, for something or for someone or for a better something. Yeah. Dang. And, anyways. And I think like, and I feel like to bring up like, like we said, it goes really deep. Um, I, I think like from the Bible, you know, it really defined who we are in Jesus Christ. And so I feel like when we get envious and jealous and we're not focused on Christ and what he's done for us and what we do have, the blessings we have, we are focusing on what we don't have and that we want to get somewhere one day, right? It almost ties into either you don't know or you forget where your true identity lies in, which is in Jesus Christ. And... When you realize that and you either remember or you uh, find out and, you know, God reveals it to you, that en- that envious thought and jealous- jealousy in your mind and your heart, it starts to dwindle. It starts to fade away as you get to know Christ and follow him more in your life every day. So that's something I forgot to bring up, like, through um, your identity in Christ and the Holy Spirit you know, working in your life and um, guiding you in each step and revealing the things that um, you've been thinking or feeling that are wrong and it's actually hindering you from the mission and the purpose that he has for you. So that's something that the enemy has really been using nowadays is being, um, you know, having envy or jealousy in our heart. Um, He's really using that to distract us or hinder us from the mission that God wants us to do for him so that's really sad so yeah so like do you think it's possible to be maybe envious and jealous at the same time i think so because well first of all like jealousy is like when you're afraid that you're gonna lose um something that you already have right but envy is like when someone else has what you don't have so i feel like you can have both at the same time Like, I think everyone in this world feels like there's this level that we're all trying to reach. And if we reach it, that we're going to be happy, we're going to be fulfilled, and we're going to, you know, enjoy everything that we do have. Like, the millionaires, like, they always want more, right? Like, when they hit their first million, like, are they just going to stop? No, they're just going to keep going. Because there are other millionaires or billionaires that are above them or ahead of them that they want to reach to. So it's the same difference. Like either even if you reach it, there's still another level that you place in your own mind, um, that you feel like you gotta reach. And then when you reach that, there's another one. It just never stops. And well that's what we're trying to tell y'all. Like it's never gonna stop. Like even um like for us, you know, we're in that waiting season, and even if we get it and we're blessed, like, we're never gonna, like, not be human anymore. Like, we're always gonna need Jesus. We're always, that's not gonna be the one thing that fulfills us or to make us happy 
or content. Like Jesus is our ultimate contentment, not the thing that we want. Uh, and th- that's something that we can easily still forget in the in the midst of, I guess, the envious moment and like the jealousy. We can easily for- forget that. And so, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I think you can be both. Yeah. Thank you for explaining that. I was thinking about it. I was like, I wonder if it's possible to be both. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is. You know, so um, I guess like another thing kind of like Holiana was saying is like, you know, a lot of this can be tied to like success and the level of success or popularity or followers, you know, and um, a lot of this. I mean, you all can think of something that like, you know, you're maybe jealous about. Maybe it's the house you want, somebody has it, or I don't know, the life that somebody has that you want, you know what I mean? And so, um, you know, but, um, uh, and then we start getting jealous and we start getting envious. And so, but, the, but that's really kind of where it really comes from. And we hope we explain that a little bit better. Um, kind of the strong feelings and emotions that like you may feel like you may feel hatred. You may feel like you want to go out and hurt somebody or maybe even hurt yourself or, you know, have a bad attitude around this person. Oh, I mean, there's so many things that there's, that there's reactions to basically what's the whole jealousy and envy thing. And so, um, but yeah, but, that, but that's pretty much where it comes from, you know? Um, and so, you know, I, I, I think it's crazy. Cause like, you know, you like, you look back and like whenever you were kids, this is a this is a really simple example, but when you were kids and Christmas time came, oh man, you know back then we used to all play with our neighbors and stuff, and so, you know, we would go out and have fun within the neighborhood, and so on during Christmas time, it would always be oh who has the biggest toy or who has the coolest gadget, you know, and or who has the next, you know, I the don't latest. know the latest Game Boy or something or the latest <laughs> Game Boy electronic, you know, or something, and always like. Like, my parents were, you know, fortunate, and they would bless us as much as they could, but there was always this one little kid that had the newest thing that came out, like, the month of December that was, like, a thousand bucks or something, and we couldn't, like, you know, afford it or whatever. Was he an only child? I don't know. Probably. You know, or they're, they're, you know, or something like that. And then we're like, oh, well, well, my toy isn't as cool as your toy, so I don't want mine anymore. And then you just, like, forget about it, like, the day after Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, in that moment of comparing, like, what the other person had. Yeah, and so but that's a pretty pretty basic story as far as, like, children goes. And then when it comes to, like, adults, you know, I mean, there's obviously a lot. But we'll talk about that more later. Yeah. So, so um, in this chapter of James, um, but first, do you want to tell your story? No, go ahead. I don't know what you're going to say. Um, so first of all, so we read you the first half of James. And so that talks about the problem, right? Um, within like James chapter four, but also when it comes to the, that chapter, James also tell, gives us a solution, which is really, really powerful, you know? Um, and so, you know, but I, I think we can maybe read that after we talk about some examples. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, the one example I can think of you know, that's kind of funny looking back, but wasn't funny in the moment was I would be so envious back then whenever I was, I think, 18 or 19, probably 19, um, uh, when I would see people that I knew in relationship, people that I felt like they didn't deserve to be in a relationship or to be engaged or stuff like that. 
I would be so laced in a hole, like, oh, like, they're, they're, they're not going to last a long time, or, um, I would just have, like, really ugly thoughts, like, they're not going to last, oh, let me, let me bet that they're just going to be together for three months, and then they're just going to break it off, um, and it's just really bad, and I only had one boyfriend before, you know, meeting David back in high school, I mean, the boyfriend from high school, not David, I just met him, like, a few years ago, <laughs> But, um, after that, I was single for over three years, <laughs> um, and I went on a few dates here and there, but it, you know, for me, if I cannot see myself with that person for a long period of time or to be married to them, I'm just, I'm just gonna go on a date or two and be like, okay, dude, I'm, I'm done, we can just be friends, and then they will always be pouty after, so, <laughs> um, anyway, David didn't think that was funny, but... <laughs> Um, even when, um, I was dating David, you know, you would think, like, all of my envious or jealous thoughts would go away, right? Nope, it did not. Any woman that would talk to him a little too comfortably and, like, oh, how, hi, David, you know, she's, she's getting a little too close, yeah. I would get super, super jealous. And I would talk to David after, oh, what did she say to you? Um, what did she want? Like, I saw that she got a little close, and David's like, hey, it's okay. Like, like, I, I know, I know when a woman is gonna get too close, but sometimes I know him very well. Sometimes he can be very oblivious that a, a woman is flirting with him. Let's just say that. Yeah, sometimes I can be oblivious. But not even, you know, we're fine now. Like, we're married, and like, no women, like, dare to try. Yeah, dare to come across this Latina. Latina. Hey. Um, but it's just it's a funny example because um like even when I was dating David and I we both knew that we were gonna marry each other one day and I was just waiting for him to propose. Um, I was still a bit jealous and it's kinda of sad and I think I'm not I'm not trying to justify it, but I think it's because, you know, I was single for so long and I finally met him and, you know, I was like, He is the one for me and, you know, when that happened I w- I'm like I don't want to go back to square one. And I, I made it like a selfish thing. Like, as if David's a trophy to win. And that's not true. He's a, my favorite person in the world. He's my best friend. And, oh, yeah. Um, but not to say that, you know, jealousy, you know, to be jealous, and oh, it's so sinful. But it is a sinful thing. But when you realize you're jealous or envious, you can take it to God and he can help you with that. But you have any examples or you want to just move on to the Bible verses? Um, yeah, sure. I think I've got some examples. So, um, for, you know, I guess like to be real honest with you guys and kind of candid is that, you know, uh, for men, it's a little different than women. I mean, yeah, we have our jealous moments, you know, um, but I feel like a lot of times it all, most of it has to do with your career status, your title, and the amount of money that you make. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a big one with I mean, a lot of men, maybe some women out there too, you know. Um, and these two things have very, very strong emotions and very strong feelings, you know, to them. Uh, and, you know, like if you walk into a room, you know, of men and women, you know, like, I guess men maybe wonder like, oh, who's the alpha male in here? Like, who's the one with all the, with all the shots? And you know, who's the one like, you know, that's that's got all of the, um, what's the word like that 
puts off that like uh, influence of like, oh, like I'm number one here in this room right now. Oh wow! You know, and so you kind of look for that, you know, and maybe maybe you're that person. Maybe you're like the number one dog in the pack. I don't know. You know what I mean? And so. But, you know, that this can lead to many different types and many different like, envious and jealous acts. Maybe, you know, uh, maybe you start like resenting your career, your job. Maybe you start resenting the amount of money that you make. You know, I mean, there's all different kinds of stuff, even though you may have enough. You know, maybe you want what this next guy has or you want what this next woman has. Like, oh, like she's got a cool new new car or like, oh, like I want to fly up into space, you know, too. So, yeah. Oh, wow. I don't, do you really? No. Okay. But you have to have a lot of money to afford a ticket. <laughs> and so it's like, hey, like, you know, all this other stuff is like, oh, like, I'll never be able to do that. And so you kind of like dig yourself into a pit of like self, uh, like self-pity. horrible self-pity and like discontentment and like, all this other stuff. And so, yeah, I feel like a lot of men have that problem. But here's one thing that's interesting. Um, you know, like, if, if some of you may be nervous, like, talking to somebody, you know, like, oh, like, they're famous or they're, they have a lot of money right now or they have a cool job is, like, um, so whenever I was in college growing up, like, I got to go to some events and I got invited to some stuff where there was some, you know, some bigger people in the room than me, obviously, you know, in my, you know, in my early 20s and stuff. And so I remember talking to my grandparents about it. I used to like live with them for some time. I was like, oh, like, I'm, I'm so nervous, grandma. Like, I don't know what to say to these people. Like, you know, and then um, my grandma and grandpa would always tell me like, hey, like, you know that like, that like you and them there, y'all are equal as far as like what you do simply like, you know, both of you, you know, fold down your bed the same way. Basically, you both lay your head on on a pillow and all the pillows are pillows, you know, so don't like feel like that you can't ever talk to somebody just because like they're above way above you or they they make a lot more, you know, you, you don't need to feel intimidated or scared. And so ever since then, you know, I've been able to do a lot better with that. So like I'm telling you all right now is like, hey, like, you know, don't be afraid to try to just, you know, go go up to somebody like you don't have to be afraid. Like you can ask questions, you know, um, you know, you can strike up conversation. And if they turn you away, hey, that's on them. That's their problem. Yeah. And so, you know, um, but as far as that goes, you know, um, that's been really helpful for me is to not see them as, oh, they're they're this and this. But to see them as like, hey, like they're going to go to bed the same way I do and to see them as equal. And then you're you're able to like have fun with them and not feel so <clears throat> jealous and envious of them the whole time. Like you're around them or you're trying to talk, talk to them. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of. A well, when, whenever you brought up like money and like, you know, someone have more money or the, the desire to have money. I mean, it brought up the uh, Bible verses from First Timothy chapter six. Um, I'm just going to read a few uh, verses. Um, True godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into this world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave. So, if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But, people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped 
by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. So that's something to be reminded of, you know, money and wealth. Like, there's nothing that we can take with us to heaven. Like, we're going to be rewarded in heaven. Why do we want to bring wealth with us? And, um, you know, money is something that's so important to God. Like, he holds us to tithe and all that stuff. And he brings it up in the Bible over and over again on what money is and what he sees money as and how we should view money. And, you know, we're really passionate about the topic of wealth and money and finances and stuff like that. So we're definitely going to be, you know, doing like some kind of series on money and wealth and stuff like that on the podcast very soon. So be on the lookout. Yes. There's a little, uh, what do they call that? Uh, yeah. foreshadowing event. Foreshadow. I yeah. did. It's not a foreshadow. We actually didn't do it. Yeah, it's not a shadow. It's legit. It's uh. legit. We didn't do it. But um, I just wanted to bring that, those, those few Bible verses, because it's true that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And one of that evil is envy and jealousy. You're fighting for what you want that you don't have. Wow. So, yeah. Um... I guess I'll go into a little bit deeper here. Um, the example that I share was a little bit more lighthearted and more, um, I guess, easier to digest. But um, <clears throat> as, as we have said in our previous episode or two episodes ago, that we are currently in our waiting season, but we never revealed what that waiting season is or the process is that we're waiting for um you know we're in the journey of wanting to have a family one day and we'll be so excited when we have our first child and stuff like that but up until a few months ago um last year the whole year was super super hard for me and and of course for David as well but it was really hard on me because I just I'm a woman and I'm more emotional and and um when we first got married like <laughs> we were actually really afraid that we were gonna you know have a baby so quickly like as soon as we got married so we were really careful and um you know after a while we felt god you know you know like revealed to us that you know we can be open to his timing and so we started to be more open and less careful and just kind of trying but not trying phase for the longest time and it hadn't happened. We hadn't um, gotten pregnant. We hadn't gotten any kind of sign that, you know, that we were in the process of getting pregnant and all that. But, we, but you know, back then, we weren't really that healthy, right? <laughs> we, were, um, we were eating really bad food and junk food and we were kind of not lazy, but just not active. Like, you know, working out and walking. So... We actually started doing a lot more of that. Like, we started eating healthier. We started exercising um, maybe, like, four to five times a week. We're walking a lot more. We got more sleep. I think before, um, we didn't have any boundaries on when we go to bed. Like, I think we would go to bed, like, by 11, 11.30. If that's early for you, you know, who knows to you? But that, for us, is kind of late. And so, we started going to bed, um, like, around, like, 10 or so, which is a lot easier. You get an hour extra sleep and we started taking the right vitamin um but we are learning that it's only done through God's timing and you, you have to fully trust him and it was really hard for for a long time I 
got really cynical, I got very negative, and just, like, kind of, you know, pitying us and myself. Yeah. And kind and... of just, like, being hard on myself. Like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with my body? And, you know, we're doing all the same, um, you know, so. Yeah. We don't need any advice and stuff like that. But we just wanted to share, you know, the things that we were going through and currently going through. But in this, right now, we have, you know, felt a lot better. Um, we really gone to the Lord in prayer in this. But yeah. in the moment, it was really, really hard because we were just, not we, but I, at least for me, I think to talk for myself, but I was very envious, especially, you know, social media was such a trigger for me and, you know, being around people and it just seemed that everybody was baby, or, I mean, had babies and Yeah, were everybody pregnant, was getting pregnant and, last 2020. Yeah, exactly. And we thought that was going to happen for us. We were like waiting for that moment and um, it didn't come. So, you know, God really just you know brought us down not brought us down but like kind of humbled us and like you know he showed us that it's okay to let out the feeling of envy and jealousy and being hard-hearted and just pour it all out to him because he's not afraid of what you're feeling he's not going to turn away never going to leave you or forsake you in the midst of your struggles in the midst of doubting him and just being angry and envious and stuff like that he's not going to turn away um, did you want to bring up anything yeah, before? That was good. Before I do I, li- I liked what you had to say, you know. Um it it's it's kind of been a, a little bit of a struggle for us. And this is the first time we're really talking about it on the podcast and we feel more I guess comfortable to talk about it now a little bit more just because we've we've gone through like the cycle of everything, I guess, like the jealous and the envious of for a while and then you know we really had to do a lot of praying and a lot of family members had to pray and stuff and then you know um and right now like we've you know we started doing better with our bodies and you know started taking care of our of our bodies a little bit better and so you know we're starting to like see um results and stuff and so hopefully you know by the grace of god that 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 we'll be able to have that moment um amen soon you know and we know that like that it's on god's timing and that and that you know at the end of the day all you can do is just do what you can do and just just you just have to just give it up to god you know and so that's kind of one been one thing that we've learned and that's why this not this topic was brought up but we've kind of been having to wait on this to talk about it because we haven't really been over it yet or we can't say oh like we're completely over it. like we're still not so just but like season of it <clears throat> Yeah. In the season of this right now. And so, you know, we've really had to like come together and like with our, our, our marriage and our families and like, hey, you know, like, you know, um, y'all be y'all be praying for us. And, you know, uh, as far as like trying to break free from that jealousy and break free from that envious state and, um, you know, and how to be really content with like our life right now and the way things are right now. And so that's that's a pretty big one right there. And so, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, like, the thing is that God has been teaching me and David is that, you know, to choose to celebrate whenever there's a baby announcement or someone just had a baby rather than to be envious. Because if you're envious, then you're saying that that child shouldn't have been born or that child shouldn't have been brought into the world. That child and that baby is made in the the image of God. Like, that is so special and it's a gift and a blessing from the Lord. It says that in Proverbs or Psalm that uh, 
a blessing in the womb is a uh it's a word from the lord and so you know every child is special and it's unique and it has a purpose and so when we you know realize that that's something that it's something to celebrate rather than to be envious um of the parents and all of that you'll know that, that that's the thing you just don't know what they went through in order to have a baby too you just never know and so that's something to remember is to be it's not the word compassionate it's just to be um empathetic em- em- <laughs> say that word yeah to have empathetic empathy say that word empathy yeah and so it's just having that rather than choosing being envy like having Ooh. envy Ooh, that was a good empathy one. Rather, rather than, than envy envy there Ooh. you go that's a good quote right there that's a good one um yes. and so i actually have a quick little story um that gave me a lot of hope um i have a family member from my family um who's a little bit older than me and they have been married for over eight years and for the longest time, they were trying to have a baby for so long, and I think she had, um, she had two, and she miscarried, and she shared her faith in her journey, you know, with her husband and her trying to start their family, and she had faith, and she really trusted in the Lord, and, you know, relied on the Lord for strength during the, you know, waiting season, and she recently posted online, um, like last month, um, that they're, they're actually expecting a baby, um by the end of the year i think and i was just so happy for her like not to say oh like it's only when a woman is waiting for so long that i'll be happy it's not it it just just gave me a lot of hope and it brought tears um to my eyes of just like hopeful and expectant kind of tears not like sad but like i was so happy for her and you know she really she and her husband really relied on the lord um through that and i'm sure she went through her struggles of um, having envy and jealousy, you know, when she saw that for the first, you know, few years and so, but it was just really awesome to see that testament of faith, um, that they are having a baby, so. Yeah. Yeah, so that was our little story, um, um, our journey so far. Yeah, so, wow, that's Mm -hmm. good. So, okay, so where can we go from here, right? We've, kind of establish what is it what it is right where does it come from our own stories and examples uh we talked about some of the bible verse some of the bible like what it says about it which is really really powerful so let's kind of talk about like where we're going to go from here and then we can wrap this episode up yeah so you know like we want to go back to james 4 you know um we want to bring in the bible and like really reference the bible with this because you know the bible is the the most uh, you know like simplest thing that we can look at to really define like what's going on you know um in the in the context of it so you know like you're you're never without hope or you know without redemption just like know that and god has lined out a path for us uh, God has lined out a path for you um, to get back to him every single time. So uh, James 4, 7 through 10 says, Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, your you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be rich and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. Wow. Yeah, I, I think the crazy thing is whenever 
we were really um doing a bible study on you know envy and jealousy like when i found that i was like wow like god defined what we all struggle with which is um let me do that which is you know, what is causing the quarrel and the fight among you? Don't they come from evil desire that war within you? Which is jealousy and envy and, you know, what you, you want what you don't have, but you didn't till to get it. Or you didn't fight to get it, right? But then at the end of the chapter, he doesn't just leave us behind. You know, he, you know, lays out basically a plan of what to do. <laughs> um, which is, you know, first of all, you submit yourself to God. You resist the devil. You draw near to him, and he will draw near to you. So making that commitment to draw near to him whenever you're, you're struggling, not just when your life is going amazing, you know, you come to him still in the midst of your struggles, in the midst of having that negative feeling of envy and jealousy. You can still come to him, and he is going to draw near to you. And his presence is going to make the devil flee. Everything that you're feeling, he's going to make it flee whenever you submit to him. And so, and then it says, you know, purify your hearts, you know, cleanse your hands, like, repent to him, repent of, like, your feeling, repent of what you've been thinking or maybe saying about people or posting online and just being real cynical, repent of that. And that, repenting means to turn away from it, turn away from what you're feeling, turn away from what you're doing and saying and thinking, and you just turn to him, you submit yourself to him. Um, And then it says, be wretched and mourn and weep. Like, pour it all out. Just humble yourself. And in time, he will exalt you. Exalt you doesn't mean that you're going to be the number one person at work. Or, or they're going to give you, or he's going to give you everything that you want. Yeah, exactly. That, that That's the thing that people did it twisted. Oh, if I humble myself, he's going to exalt me. Like, that's like the wrong way to see it. That's the wrong kind of thinking. Exalting is almost like, Whenever, not like not like you're ready, but like you know you can share your struggle with other people, he, and he's gonna exalt like what God did for you in your life, not about yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. But. Wow, that's good, Leanna. You preach it. Oh, thank preach you. Preach it, Leanna. Preach it. You want to read some of the other one? Um. Yeah. Sure thing. So. Um. You know. Like. What do we do if we feel like jealousy and envy is starting to creep in? It's starting to like overtake our thoughts. It's starting to you know consume us. You know, like take a few, few seconds to breathe. You know, that's probably the first <laughs> thing you want to breathe. You don't want to hold your breath and then pass out. You know, uh, you know. Um, think about here's some some just some good insight is that you know maybe think about two or three things or five things or one thing that you're thankful for or grateful for in that moment. So, you know, if you feel like that all of this is starting to come on you, like you're starting to get overwhelmed, you're starting to have, you know, panic, like, oh, I don't have this, like I need this, like start, just breathe and then just think about, hey, like what do I have right now that I'm very thankful for, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And then, you know, and then the third thing is just, um, pray to God um, for your life uh, and that everything that he has blessed you with already. Um, and then in that moment, you'll be able to like clear away the fog of jealousy and envy, hopefully. And then you'll be able to just to see them and to be able to celebrate them in what they have instead of um, condoning yourself or, you know, condoning them for their 
whatever's going on that like you want or that you don't have yeah and so you know that that's the thing about it is you've got to be able to celebrate you know with people and their and their successes um whenever they have good things going on and you've got to be able to you know be compassionate and be humble and be uh caring whenever the not so good things going on you know like with life and so that's the struggle i feel like that's the ultimate thing in, uh, <laughs> in life that's what we all we all want to strive for um yeah. but it's really hard sometimes you know um so that's kind of how we feel with it you know um and you know just be honest with yourself and um like know your limits you know and what makes you tick or not you know yeah I think the one thing I just want to bring up is, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but, you know, just read and, you know, meditate on Philippians 4, 4 through 7. The first thing that it says is rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. That's the first thing, you know, that David brought up, you know, think of three things or five or a million things that you're thankful for that, um, that God has blessed you in your life. And whenever you rejoice or, you know, remember what you're thankful, thankful for, and you realize, oh my gosh, I have all these things. I, I have all of these blessings. Like, like for me, I'm so blessed to be married to David. Like, God has really blessed me with David. And uh, I remember I prayed for years, you know, for one day to meet someone and to marry them one day. And God really just brought me David. And that's something I always, you know, focus upon and my family. And, you know, just like things like that, you know, rejoice in the Lord and, be thankful um and it really does just kind of take away a lot of the jealousy and the envy that you're already starting to have so make sure you really focus on philippians 4 4 through 7 if you can memorize it that would be awesome (laughs) yes and um i i I really prayed for you too you know like my, my family prayed and you know um for you and i'm i'm real thankful that that i you know asked you to marry me and that you're my wife and stuff. <laughs> so very thankful, um, you know, for that. And so, yeah, um, you know, I, I think with with all of this, you know, it takes years and years of practice. So don't get discouraged if one day you feel jealous or feel envious of something or someone. You know, we're all going to do it. Eventually, we're we're going to mess up. But, you know, the, the whole, like, point of that is that can you learn and change from what you've done to now and to future future scenarios future situations you know and and um so you know don't beat yourself up too much when it comes to this this is really a big topic really huge topic and we hope that we really established it well and we've you know just really spoke from our hearts and like we really want to wanted to share some of the things that has been on our hearts lately and you know um just try not to let jealousy or envy consume you but uh let the lord um, consume you instead, you know, and so that's kind of where it all boils down. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we want to thank you for listening, um, and, you know, following along with us and, uh, learning with us as we walk through this journey and, you know, um, you know, we want to ultimately, you know, uh, help you discover your mission, your God given mission, um, according to his word. And we are also learning that as well too. So we're on this journey together. Yeah, exactly. And so if you should want more from us, um, if you don't follow us on Instagram, go ahead and follow us and we are at The Simple Mission. So make sure to follow us if you want to. So I guess that's it for now. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye.